the team members that stepped in with the right attitude and the right aptitude for learning are the ones that excel the most in my business. They are the ones that are, that have loyalty, that have integrity, that are, have urgency in the, and passion for what they're doing. Those team members just do so well and flourish and add so much value to my business. Welcome to the 7 Figure Freedom Podcast, where ambitious CEOs turn to transition from being the doer of the business to being the leader of the empire. I am Madeline Weick-Silva. I'll share my real-life struggles and breakthroughs as I've scaled my businesses and grown a team that run the day-to-day without me, so that now I run my seven-figure business on three-day work weeks. Join our community of visionary entrepreneurs and transformational leaders as we create lasting impact, financial freedom, and an awesome, rewarding life with a powerhouse team by your side. Hey there, visionary. So today I want to talk about how to hire that second in command. Your integrator, your product manager, your online business manager, your COO, person that really knows how to drive the growth of your business who understands operations and how to build systems and workflows and who can manage your team and your projects and make sure deadlines are met and things are happening the way they need to in your business. And you can actually step back and will really step up front and be the leader of the business and the true visionary. So what does it take? Who are you looking for? How do you find them? What are the qualities that you really want to zone into Sewn in on to really find the perfect candidate. So at first, I just want to talk a little bit about the challenges that I see a lot of CEOs kind of bumping up against and what stops them from really filling this position from the beginning. Um, number one is obviously budget. So in the beginning, as CEOs are getting too busy to do all the things in the business themselves and they need to bring somebody in, or they need help, usually what they do is they'll look at the task list and they a bunch of tasks that they no longer want to do. Like, I don't know, client care roles, responding to clients' questions, or maybe it's social media posting, scheduling things, or simple admin tasks usually in their business or techie things in a business that needs to get done on an ongoing basis, but they no longer want to do. And so they hire people to step in and do these tasks in the business. And unbeknownst to them, they basically transfer them doing the task themselves to now managing the team and the projects and making sure that the team is doing the right thing. So even though they no longer doing the task, they haven't really freed up their time because they still really invested in, in now making sure everything is running right and that the quality is there and that the things are getting done on time and done to the level of quality and, and specifications that I gave. And so there's still a lot of work involved in that. And a lot of times, a lot of frustration because delegating and really giving people clear instructions of what it is that you want can take a little bit of learning. And so as the CEO, when you get stuck there, it's still really hard to scale your business because you're still in the middle of it, managing the day-to-day, even though you know, you're project managing and team managing. So the solution to that common problem is to then bring in this operations person 
who can really, what we call integrators, who can really take on the management of the team, the management of projects, but also building out systems and workflows that you can pl- plug your team into so they can be really effective and they really know how to maintain the quality and specifications that you want. And that's the magic of having an integrator. It really gets you out of that management role. And now you truly get to be in your CEO position and visionary role where you really shine and truly where your, your purpose lies. So how do, you, how do you hire that person? So most CEOs go out and look at online business managers. So there's a whole industry now where they certify online business managers. And usually it's a virtual assistants. They work more in the admin or maybe tech role or they, they worked in different businesses, more in the admin end. And then they decide that I'm going to be certified as online business managers. And they go through, could be a couple of months, could be as long as six months, but some kind of program where they're being taught how to fix these pieces. What I find most of the time, even when we have hired certified online business managers, even online business managers that worked in other businesses many, many times, I find that they don't really understand what it takes to drive the growth in the business. I also find that they usually are spread very thin. They are working with several different clients at once and their focus is really in growing their business and delivering a service to you, not really being invested in your vision and wanting to help you accomplish that in a really profound way. So there's a little bit of a, yeah, disconnect between their vision and your vision and what take precedence, of course, is, is their own business over yours. So to me, that's a conflict of interest that I, I know for me in my business, that's definitely not what I'm looking for. I want somebody who really buys into my vision or what I'm building. And I tell you the truth, I feel so honored by the team I had because they have done that, right? Like that's a real, like I feel so grateful when somebody really buys into my vision and gets super excited about it and want to do whatever they can and co- to contribute to build that vision and bring that forth. I mean, what an honor it is to have people like that, right? And so that's what I'm always looking for. I'm looking for somebody that actually thrives on that. And, and I find that is way more important um, than a lot of other things that I find CEOs prioritize when hiring for this role. So another mistakes that I, that I oftentimes find CEOs making is that they want to find somebody that knows their CRM. So if they use Entreport, they need an Entreport expert. And if they use Asana, they need an Asana expert. And they get really focused in on the little pieces in the business, the little tech tools, the different things. And reality is, if you hire somebody that's really good operational and can think strategically, and they worked on a bunch of different CRMs, a bunch of different product management tools over the years, figuring out a new one is not that hard. They, they'll figure it out. Sure, there's a little bit of a different way of thinking about things and learning the software. But if you worked on any of the product management software, you're going to be able to figure out another version of it. It's not that complicated. And so I'm much more focused on finding somebody with the right attitude, with the right background experience. Like, do they actually know how to build workflows and systems? 
have they had experience in doing that? I think that if somebody has really phenomenal skills on, on building systems, workflows, finding and eliminating capacity blocks in a business, developing a business from the inside out and having those like driving that growth on the inside, if they have those qualities, then figuring out how to do a launch or managing bigger projects in your business, they don't necessarily have to have the exact background and experience to done that in the past to do a really good job. And so really looking at what are, you, what are the qualities you are looking for without narrowing in on this specific skill set so deep? Because oftentimes that would leave you missing out on some phenomenal opportunities. My experience is that the team members that stepped in with the right attitude and the right aptitude for learning are the ones that excel the most in my business. They are the ones that are, that have loyalty, that have integrity, that are, have urgency in the, and passion for what they're doing. Those team members just do so well and flourish and add so much value to my business. As opposed to hiring somebody with a very specific skill set, very specific ex experience. So right now you can get my super simple team assessment process that helps me evaluate my current team, identify if I need to hire somebody else, what kind of training my team members need, who is worth investing in and who needs to be more challenged to grow with a company and really turning those less than motivated team members into productive, valuating, value-adding team players. It's an on-demand five-part video series that will walk you through the whole process. It's totally free. And you can find it at hello7figurefreedom.com team-assessment-video-series. We'll make sure to add the link in the show notes and let me know. When I find those people, when they step into my business, they oftentimes comes with preconceived notion of how things should be, how they want them to be, what they're willing to do and not willing to do. Like there's a lot more conformity as opposed to somebody who is open-minded, ready to roll, want to learn as much as possible, have some really good experience in their background to be able to look at your business or my business and really figure out what needs to change, what needs to be updated, how can we like get this moving forward? So two very different things. And what happens a lot of times is that CEOs get worried. When I use the word, we need to develop, I want somebody that I can develop into that key team members. And recently a client told me, oh my God, like I have no idea how to develop somebody. Like I don't even know what that looked like. I feel like it's like you're asking me to like work on a car. I it just freaks me out. And then I totally get that, right? This is something that's very different. And we talked about this shift in perspective, shift in energetic shift of going from being the doer in your business to being the leader in your business. And part of being the leader is actually coaching and developing and supporting your team in a different way than than being there managing and directing them, right? It's a little bit, it, this is a really big shift 
that I find is probably one of the most important things that you as the leader can make this shift. So often we can step in and we can put the operational systems in place. We can put the right team in place. We can do all of these things. But if the CEO doesn't make this transition from being the doer to being the leader in the business, then it's not, it will not sustain. The changes made, the strategic changes made will not sustain the business. That pivotable shift in perspective that a CEO needs to make is integral, integral in making the changes that we want to see and actually sustaining them and making sure that the business flourish going forward. And so as you are looking for this person to step in and really take on this role, I find that we find the best people when we are looking for project managers, when we are looking for full-time, full-time employees as opposed to part-time or people who are splitting their time working in different offices. I oftentimes looking for employees, not independent contractors. I want somebody who's 100% committed to my business. We looking for, rather than, like I said, rather than the online business manager who is like looking to grow their own business, I'm really looking for more other project manager or somebody who has some really great experience building systems, operational workflows, and have worked with a team and knows how to drive the deadlines and the projects from A to Z. So that's primarily what I'm looking for for this role. Somebody who can think strategically and also look at these pieces. So once we kind of identified this person could be a really good candidate, we're looking obviously at the resume and experience. We're also looking at their human design. We're looking at their strengths, find the results. We have them do a short work assignment that we usually pay them for to complete. It usually takes anything between one to two hours to complete and we'll give them instructions and then they have to, to actually complete the assignments and send it to us with a video walkthrough. And so we have a really good idea of, of how they think through problems and how to solve challenges that they may be faced in the business. So that's kind of what we're looking for. We have a really good idea. Okay, this person could be a really good fit. What do we do then, right? You have a good fit. It's not as easy as just throwing them into your business and having them walk through that. Just get in there and hoping that they're going to do good, right? It's not that easy. And you probably notice if you've gone through a few people already in this role, it's not as easy as just throwing them into your business and hoping for the best, hoping they'll figure it out. And so what we do when we hire for our clients is that we take the integrator through a nine-week training. This is an in-depth training where we go through a lot of the context of what is an integrator? What is their role? What is it required of them? How do we want them to show up? We really talk a lot about their relationship with the CEO and how to help the CEO bring up their time. And we go through very specific pieces that, that we systems and workflows that we have already developed and built into our business. For example, team onboarding, team training. We talk about team meetings, how to, keep, how to manage projects. We develop them to really think through the business. And we also share all of our SOPs, all of our workflows so that they can then customize it for the business that they're working in. And they'll meet with their CEO for two hours every single week. So they show up for the training, we go through a specific piece of the puzzle. We walk them through how we're doing it. 
We give them a lot of context around it, why it matters, why it's important, how it should work. They take that. They pull the resources that's already in the business. They show up for the meeting with the CEO with a game plan, and then they talk it through with the CEO to see how they can customize this workflow for the business, for the CEO's business. Then once they kind of hash it out with a the CEO, they then have a marching orders and they go and implement this system into the business. Then they create, an, um, and then they show up at the coaching call for us. We do a coaching call every week. So if they have any questions they need to support, they can ask us questions. And then they hand in an assignment and they have to do a video walkthrough of that assignment. So that piece that they installed that week, they walk walks that assignment and send us a video walkthrough, which we actually rate and talk them through. So it's a very thorough, very in-depth training program. And we also do a lot of assessing of that specific team member for our client. As the team member, the integrator goes through this training process, we also work with the CEOs to really help them um, how to manage those meetings with the integrator, how to show up as a leader as opposed to a doer, and also really talk to the CEO how to develop and what questions to ask and how to, how to pivot into that leadership role and, and how to really develop the integrator to be that key person in the business. Now, this process takes about 15 to 20 hours per week for the integrator to really get this dialed in and working really well. And we know usually by the fourth week, if the integrator is going to be a fit and if they really able to create the change that the CEO wants. So it's a, it's a quick process of developing somebody fantastic for the CEO and, and also a really good way to make sure that you find the qualities they're looking for. But you can imagine, right? Most CEOs do not think through a nine-week process to guide a new integrator through their business so they can really learn what it would take and what they want from them, right? That is, and that is like almost foreign in our industry, right? Like I don't actually know anybody who does that. And so this is the integral component and obviously it takes some heavy lifting. So, which is why we do this for our clients, right? We have the process in place. And the CEO really just have to meet with their integrator two hours a week during this process. And then all these things starts to happen. We start building out processes and systems for their business. And things really start flowing easily. And after the nine weeks, this integrator has built out some really key systems for the CEO, has become, built a really close relationship with the CEO, like they've really gotten to know each other and then a cadence of how to work well together and how to collaborate, what works and what doesn't. And they kind of figured a lot of those pieces out. And oftentimes they have, the integrator has taken on other projects that the CEO wanted done and really started implementing and making some progress. So there's a lot of things that happen in those first nine weeks that are pivotable for this business to scale quicker and easier going forward. And I would say by week two or three, the CEO is already starting to feel the possibility uh, of having so much more freedom 
and space to actually step into the visionary role because they're starting to see how the integrated is starting to take over these pieces. Gives them so much hope and inspiration and excitement. And, and that's what we want. We want the CEO to have their spark back, to get excited about what's possible again. So these are the things that we do in developing this person, the integrator for, for, the, for the CEO, so that you really end up with a stellar, stellar person. And, and this, this is really what, what makes all the difference. This is what makes all the difference. And this is what developing an integrator inside your business looks like. So I hope that sheds some light into the challenge of hiring for that person. And maybe, oh my God, I just the other day, I heard about the CEO who was on their nine failed integrator. I'm not even kidding you. They hired nine online business managers and every single one had failed, right? They just were not able to cut it. And that's not entirely unheard. Like that's not, I mean, that's, that's extreme, nine, but I promise you four or five is not that extreme. I hear that all the time. And so the time and energy invested and the resources and, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot when you're going through failed hire, failed hire and failed hire. So finding the right person, putting them in this role, having this be a successful implementation into your business is a total game changer. Right. So going at this alone can be super hard. So if you want our support, you want us to help not only find the integrator for you, hire them for you, and also bring them on board and train them for you and help you develop them for you so that you truly can step into your role as CEO, then please reach out. That's what we're here for. That's what we do all day long. And we would love to help you. Thanks for tuning in to the 7 Figure Freedom Podcast. I hope this episode sparked a shift in perspective to help you amplify your impact, income, and freedom. Schedule a call with me today. You'll find the scheduling link in the show notes to take the first step towards gaining clarity on how to bring your vision to life with more ease. I'm looking forward to reconnecting with you next week for more insights, inspiration, and innovation. Check the show notes for additional resources.